in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. From Los Angeles, California, the chilly Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the show. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Hey. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Eric. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, movie fans. We're going to be reviewing a movie today. Uh, we have topics of discussion. Uh, we're going to rate the movie based on a Reels rating system. And after all that, we have some uh, entertainment slash movie news. Ryan, how are you, my friend? How's everything? I am well, thank you. Everything is uh, great. Got my second dose of the vaccine. Feel awesome. Ooh. Ooh. Go out there and see some movies. I um, heard that, sec- that second dose could be a doozy. It could be. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it just depends. I think either one is going to get you. Because I know for me, the first time I got the doozy, the second time I didn't get anything. And wow. for other friends, it was vice versa, too. So oh, interesting. Oh, it depends on the person, huh? Yeah, kind of makes sense. I mean, all our bodies are built different anyway, so we're going to react differently. Right. Sounds good. All right, man. Let's uh, let's get into it here. Uh, today's movie currently sitting at eighty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, starring Kristen Wiig, Annie Mumolo, Jamie Dornan, directed by Stephen Greenbaum. This is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I'm Star. Short for Starbra. Assume yours is Barbara. Nope. Just Barb. <laughs> Plain old Barb. I want to thank Barb and Star for hosting tonight's Talking Club and for making their hot dog soup. I like the salt. I like the hot dog. It's not as runny as it usually is. Ah, what is she throwing? Oh, she gives me bigger tea. Love big tea. She loves big tea. Even if it's just two eyes on a bunch of tea. It would be so nice. Look, my new phone case. I'm listening to the ocean. Wait, we don't have cell phones. I know I'm going to take it home and glue it to our landline. Hi! 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 All right, here we go. IMDb summary. This one is not too bad, actually. It's one sentence, but it explains enough, I think. Uh, lifelong friends Barb and Star embark on an adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. Which is about right. Okay. Honestly, yeah. there's more to it than that, but that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the usual straight and narrow with them. Yes. So, Ryan, you saw this trailer. And what did you think when you saw this trailer? Uh, I was all in when I saw this trailer. I, I thought it was going to be great with the uh, teaming of the Bridesmaids duo again, the writing pair, and looking forward to something to laugh and have a good time with. So why not? I figured, why can't it uh, lightning strike twice? Did lightning strike twice for you, my friend? What did you think? No, there's a reason that saying is true. Lightning does not strike twice. <laughs> <laughs> At least not in the same area, because this was just the meanest miss ever. Like I, I, 
theater wise, I would have, uh, in this case, drove off because we can't go inside or walked out in the middle of the movie because I just couldn't do it. Ouch, ouch, ouch. So my, my initial thought was this is an SNL skit turned movie, you know, what, how they usually, yes, exactly. what, what's this like in the 90s, 2000s, they used to do a lot of that, take a lot of these popular SNL skits and just somehow manufacture them into movies. Like, yeah, like uh, Night at the Roxbury. World. Yeah. yeah, Wayne's World, exactly. So I was expecting something like that. And that I think that's we we got a lot of that, but there was there's obviously more to it than that, which which I thought which I found a little interesting. But o- overall, I thought it was okay. I didn't I didn't dislike it as much as you did. Um, I I maybe my expectations were sort of low. Uh, when I first started watching the movie, they were they were like down down in the gutter. I think just maybe just to sort of like manage you know, the outcome, but, but yeah. <laughs> it, to, it was, to me, to me, it was, it was okay. It was okay. It was, yeah. It was a very unexpected story. It's like an Austin Powers meets Night at the Roxbury. Um, it, I, like you're mentioning it, I thought it was a, like a decent, like palate cleanser sort of, uh, you know, forget about whatever's going on for a couple hours. I, I did laugh a bit. And but but it did have its, its its cringy moments for sure. Yeah, see for me it did take me out of whatever I was going on, only to just realize like what the hell am I watching and why? Like I yeah. didn't enjoy it while I was watching it. It was more of I can't believe I have to sit through this and now it's like wow. And yeah, I get it, there were some funny moments and you know, a couple couple good scenes, I guess, but overall to me it just seemed like it was just a SNL skit that lasted ninety minutes. Yeah, I was really worried that that those characters would get old like really fast. For me, they did like midway through, yeah. just enough. Yeah, I, 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 it, I was sort of the opposite. I think it they grew on me a little bit more the further I got into it. Um, for for whatever reason, I, I guess because some of the jokes were still hitting like huh. midway and a little past that. So maybe that's what sort of like hit me into it. But like I said, I didn't dislike it as much as you did. Best character. Best character, Ryan. Who did you like and why? If if any, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that size says a lot. Yeah. I I really don't have one for this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no? Okay, yeah. You know what? I, I really didn't either. Yeah, um, no one really even sticks out either to Exactly. Me. Yeah. Yeah, that was my that was my thought exactly. I think everyone sort of like played a co- sort of a co- co-starring role, yeah. like a lot of good co-stars put together. I I, I thought most of them played their roles well. Um, yeah, it, much different than than Bridesmaid, where easily Kristen Wiig stood out far yeah. and you know far beyond everyone else but yeah this didn't seem no, but like even that. Then, in that movie at least someone owned a scene when it was there yeah you know yeah. this was more like just a little bit i don't know it seemed more like an improv skit type movie more than anything yeah yeah they were they were like more like um reacting with with, exactly. what, with what was going around uh, what was going on around them rather like, than like making you know making waves or whatever exactly 
exactly. Yeah, I I didn't really have uh, a a favorite character. Maybe the speedos guy. Do you remember the speedo guy? <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he, you're right. Yeah, he was he was funny. I, I yeah. yeah, I dug him. It, for me, it took some time to warm up to everybody, and um, I, I liked I liked a lot of the jokes, uh, with with between Barb and and Star, and that that's it. That's about it. But but no one no one stood out to me either. Yeah, and and I think what bugs me, I guess, about that is it, it's more than it becomes like, okay, we're watching a little comedy duo more than we're watching a movie. You know, like it's a, it's a back and forth thing more than it is about watching why we're, we're there together or a plot, you know, it just, I don't know, just seemed more, just so acting, reacting, improv stuff. There's no direction, I don't think. Worst character. All right, mo- moving on. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to, to hear <laughs> your take on the worst character. So let, I guess I, I, I got to start though. Um, for me, it was uh, Damon Wayans Jr.'s uh, character. It, it says his name was Darley Bunkle. Yeah. I thought it was Charlie Bunkle, but I guess it's Darley. It, it, it's how they, how they have it on credited. Uh, but anyways, okay, he wasn't bad in the movie, but they could have pushed that character a little bit more. It was a really, like, eccentric character, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but he lacked, I think, the, so, the showmanship. Um, I think they would have been better off using sort of uh, an SNL alumni that that could probably pull that pull that role off a little bit more, you know, to add a little bit more, um, uh, be more of a caricature, you know. I think he played it a little too straight, and they needed someone more over the top since he was so like weird, you know. Yeah, if you're gonna go for it, go for it, you know. Yeah, a good, a good matching with that. Yeah, and my see, and that's that's my thing for like worst character for me. Is it just goes to everybody because nobody stood out as a character that deserved to like really own the scene, and I couldn't get into anybody. Everybody's forgettable, and it's just more like you know, even the whole movie is like I really can't wait to forget about that I ever watched. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was let down. <laughs> I was hoping for at least you know I got some of the lines, I get it, but it just seemed. I mean, if if you're gonna pay you're going to ask people to pay for, you know, an extra price to watch the movie on top of everyone's premium and everything going with these days. And there's so many options. It, it's kind of like you, you really have to try and hit it out of the park. And for me, it just seemed like a miss. Like this could have been seen on any platform. Like it could have been a free YouTube movie for all I care. And I still wouldn't have like liked it. There's just no way that I think it deserved my time, much less my money. Well, yeah, but uh, hey, they're in the business to make money, so of course, yeah, got to charge for it, right? <laughs> yeah. The scene. Ryan, which scene did you f- feel uh, make this movie? Made this movie? I think it's hard to really pick one because you you just get as goes back and forth between it trying to be an awkward place, and then all of a sudden it's a space movie. And all of a sudden, there's there's a quirky alien involved, and, and there's romantic, you know, love interests everywhere that just aren't going. Wait, wait, wait! Quirk, quirky alien? Who's the alien? Uh, at the at the at the top. Um, remember the uh, with the yo yo? No, no, not yo yo. No, it's not yo yo. 
Remember? Um, alien. It's still uh, Kristen Wiig. She's the alien? Yeah, in the beginning. She's the alien. Explain this to me. Remember the uh, love interest that with the guy that he keeps trying to uh, impress her and getting her on the phone? That, that he has to carry out the mission? Edgar? Yeah. He's an alien? No, no, he's not the alien, but he's in love with one. Kristen Wiig's an alien? But not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> what movie did you see? <laughs> <laughs> There's a face feature in there, right? <laughs> a face feature? No. What do you mean? When they go into the tree? And... That's well. That's kind of like a more like a spy Austin Powers kind of feature, but not really a space alien. All right, fair enough. I took it as space alien. She was a little too weird for me. Well, well, she's not a space alien because she's from the United States. I mean, that's that's her whole. That is true. She did have issue that. with you know she grew up with like a, a skin disorder, which was made fun of, uh, but she she wasn't a space alien. Okay. <laughs> uh, the best scene was when I decided to turn it off. <laughs> best scene ever, decision all week. <laughs> uh-huh. I couldn't shut the TV off fast enough. Without that. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah nice okay. <laughs> all right, well I thought the best scene was when. Um, Edgar ties Barb and Star, uh, thinking that they're spies. Do you remember that part yeah. in their hotel room? Uh-huh. And he starts explaining to them, you know, why he's involved right. with this whole business. And they start to, you know, wiggle out of their out of their restraints, out of the rope. And they do this sort of like back and forth where he's talking about, you know, he's talking about the situation and he turns away and they wiggle. And then he looks back at them and they like sort of like nonchalantly try to like, like, you know, stay in place or whatever. I just thought that was like a really good like physical comedy uh, situation there. And I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, to me, but it, it's nothing that hasn't been done. You know, like I, I just was like, all right. Like it, it had it was cool, but mm. <laughs> Like, I guess I was already. Yeah, that's funny. A lot of things have been done thousands of times and are still funny. True. So. You you just I mean I I think I think probably by that point because that was a little far and you probably had enough of the yeah of the moving. <laughs> You're like okay next scene let's move on. Yeah, like hurry up. This is the longest ninety minutes of my life. <laughs> it was long. It was a long movie. Right. They they had I think they had like more more sort of like jokes between Bar and Star than. Barb and Star than than they did story. They, that they, was they, my they, whole, yeah, exactly. That's my whole point of it. Like it's just kind of like this is like a, a a stage show. Like it wasn't a movie. Yeah, it it needed it needed more story. Worst scene. Uh, okay, <laughs> Ryan, what what did you think the worst scene was? Uh, I mean, I think the worst scene every time they broke into like spontaneous musicals was it for me it just didn't seem like it any purpose behind it it, it would threw it in just to throw it in and it wasn't even yeah. done right you know to, to go like to me if you're gonna do it do it go full ham but 
don't throw in like a half-ass musical just to kind of be funny or whatever like it, it becomes annoying and i don't know i just thought like every time i saw it i couldn't even get into it like a little bit at least they're trying with this you know not that i like musicals or anything but you can if you see a good one you know a good one and there was nothing good about this yeah yeah to me that was another um another like um comparison or similarity to austin powers uh-huh. you know other than the sort of like the villain resembling like dr evil and the layer revolt you know resembling the layer Dr. Evil's Lair, and uh, they also had some, like, random uh, music parts in in, in the, that movie as well, and I, I think maybe that's why I didn't mind it as much, because it, it felt like they were sort of um, paying homage to maybe Austin Powers, or, yeah, I, yeah. or, or because I've seen it before, yeah. I didn't mind it as much. You know well, what I mean? It did in Austin Powers. It was usually like a star. It was Beyonce. It was Britney. It was yeah, one big. It yeah. wasn't just a random character. It yeah, was really them dancing the stuff when it came to music. Like it yeah, was- it, it was definitely like a Austin Powers watered down for sure. Right. No, this was like just I don't know, ass water, <laughs> toilet water. Yeah backwash anything it wasn't good it's not water i want to hydrate with for sure yeah uh the the worst scene i came up with was probably um i don't know i i didn't to me all the scenes were either okay or hey pretty good i didn't feel there was anything too terrible i mean there there was a lot of it where i think they, they could have done better but yeah, I don't think I had a one really bad like moment just because it's, it was so like such a quirky comedy. I, I, I don't know. It was hard for me to, to um, sort of uh, to really judge the bad because it's already. It, a bad yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's supposed to sort of be bad, you yeah. know, because that's, 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 bad. that's the, it, it's bad funny, I guess, you know? So yeah, yeah that, that's, that's what I thought, anyway. Bad funny is definitely a good way to describe this. <laughs> the message. I thought it was a decent. It was a good, decent palate cleanser, at least for me. You know, my perspective. Um, they don't. Re- they don't really make movies like this anymore, do they? Uh, these, these no, off, right. off the wall, quirky comedies. Right. Oh, yeah. so so in in that perspective it was it was nice to to see this um i think kristen wig needs to do more of these kind of movies unless uh wonder woman che- you know being cheetah yeah. and wonder woman <laughs> yeah because this is more of her wheelhouse um but it, it didn't have to be as long as it did and especially because of of you know the it, it, how it seemed just like a long SNL skit. Um, yeah, I think if you're gonna go this crazy, you can only do crazy for so long before it starts to be like, oh my god, what am I doing to myself? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and if you're gonna do it, the the story has to be sort of like compelling yeah, and overwhelming. Right. You know, right. o- overwhelming. You know, the the character actors. Yeah, give me a reason. Pretty repetitive. Uh, what do you think the message was? <sighs> 
The message was I needed to evaluate my decisions more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just thought that it was, I get so lost with it being such a letdown that I really couldn't focus on the right message. I guess it was trying to be, you know, a good buddy comedy, but with the way it was just spread out all over with nobody sticking out, no real story there. You don't, you don't get anything out of it to me. It just seemed like it was just um, junk food for the brain. You know, like you're not going to get anything out of it other than right. just lost. empty calories, empty, totally empty calories. And no, thanks. <laughs> the music. All right. The, the music. I don't think, well, I guess, you know, there, there was some, uh, you mentioned the, uh, the breakout and like little musicals yeah um any any thoughts on that well the musicals were horrible i thought <laughs> i thought the theme was at least kind of like matching with it like at least it it like kept it in the same theme but i just thought they were just badly done <laughs> yeah i didn't think yeah i don't think there was much much there uh it's, it's the the yeah the 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 songs or the little musical parts were were fine yeah um it really felt like a non-factor like the whole to movie. me yeah. yeah uh yeah i think i think the the barbus rice sand was probably like the in the beginning was was probably like the the best musical part of the, of the whole movie oh yeah and then it goes downhill the looks all right uh how did the movie look um, I thought it was fine. It it had a '90s, like a '90s tropical Florida feel, which was interesting. Um, because I mean, obviously, it was set like in today's time because she had a cell phone case, right? That looked like like an iPhone or a, oh, that's right, yeah. She kept you know, but yeah. but in the beginning, you know, Yo Yo was riding his bike with a Walkman. And Edgar had a older looking sort of like sliding phone. Yeah. And the, the, the villain of the story, the Kristen Wiig villain, she had a, what looked like a landline or like a cordless phone. Right. So, so it was, you know, it seemed like and talking it was about like, like drinks. it was yeah. stuck in, yeah, it was stuck in, stuck in the nineties, but today, yeah. which I guess maybe in certain parts of Florida, that that's probably how it is. <laughs> I have heard that about Florida. <laughs> uh, what'd you think, Ryan? How did it look to you? Yeah, I think what I did like was if the colors were nice, like it was very bright, like you, you, you totally do get that tropical sense of Florida. And scenery, nice scenery. Exactly. Good scenery, like nice views. Like I thought, and, and, you know, the matching colors of the crazy times. I thought it was more 90s vibe, like, also. But then you're right. It, it, they have all this modern stuff, so I don't know. It's just, to me, it just goes with more of how badly this was just directed to where, like, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Right. But otherwise, like, you can watch it, and it looks nice with colors. <laughs> <laughs> the ending. Ryan, what did you think of the ending? <laughs> keep the party see. going ryan let's go let's All go right. <laughs> we're, almost, we're almost there yes on there right <laughs> uh, no i mean to me i was more i was so just checked out of it to where i was like 
oh really that's it i was more like not surprised that it ended like that i don't know because i was just so just watching the fire already burn at that point to where i'm like didn't care how it ended i was just so glad that it ended <laughs> like i was just not invested not invested at all um i thought the ending was a little bland uh i think it couldn't it, it could have been a little bit more dramatic have like a bigger ending but that's the whole um, problem with the whole movie like there was just nothing to really grab you to make you want to follow through with it you know at least that's how i felt yeah the the reba mcintyre uh, character at the end the trish coming out of the, yeah. the water it was i mean it, it was a, i we i understand it was a callback to what they like were talking about movie. earlier but yeah. it was yeah. it was really out of the blue and just like <laughs> oh yeah trish <laughs> and just like there it is yeah. that's 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 it right here she is she saves everyone and that's it deal deal with it but you yeah. know could have been better yeah, I mean, according to you, a lot of this could have been better. Yeah, shorten it. You know, maybe if they would have shortened it, so we remembered the whole thing too. You know, like right at the beginning, they yeah, to deal with so much crap through the movie, it might have made right. more sense. But yeah, that, that's that's why it was so just underwhelming to me, and I was like, yeah, I wasn't so surprised that it ended just like that. Right. Would you watch it again? Um, do you think you'd watch it again? I think I know the answer to this question. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even want to see it on a screen caption. I don't want to cross <laughs> it. I don't want to watch a trailer. Like, I'm just, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd watch it again either. Um, but I wouldn't mind if somebody wanted to watch it and it'd be on. That'd be fine. But, like, I personally, myself, if it was on... TV or something, I'd surf somewhere else, or you know, I wouldn't think about searching oh, for the opposing wherever this is on. If this got <laughs> me, I am strongly opposing <laughs> or leaving. <laughs> like I just can't. Like it's it's so bad that even next movie that they put together now, I'm just gonna have to step back and see. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna wait. Yes, I'm not gonna okay. go gung ho about it. The verdict. All right, it's rating time. So, um, just to let you people know how we do the ratings, um, we base it on reels, one to six reels. Uh, one reel is garbage. Two reels is not good. Three reels is eh, okay. Four reels is four reels, and it's uh, worth your time. Five reels is great. Six reels is basically a perfect movie. And Ryan... Drum roll. What is your rating for this movie? This is a flaming one. Flaming <laughs> one. Yes, it is hot garbage. <laughs> I don't want any part of this. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to smell it. No, thank you. Hot garbage. <laughs> hot garbage. All right. I thought it was, eh, okay. If you're looking for this type of movie, um, there's probably, a, I mean, if it's at 83%, I, I think there's a lot of people that, that would really dig this movie. So I think if you're one of those people, uh, you might like it. So I think I'd give it a three reels. Yay! That's it for Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. Now let's move on to some entertainment slash movie news. All right. All right. First story. Ryan, knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. 
<laughs> so so last week um, on FX they have a docuseries um, called New York Times Presents. This episode was called Framing Britney Spears. So we uh, looked into uh, the Britney Spears meltdown at the time and how we were viewing mental health conditions. And especially for women of power or uh, women in society, you can see the clear difference between the two about how one would be treated versus the other. What do you think, Eric? Uh, to me, unfortunately, it seemed like it was the classic um, child star having trouble, you oh, know. Star gone bad. Being, being in the, not a star gone bad, really. It's just how child stars are treated in the entertainment industry, you know. Uh-huh. How, how it's not really, it's really difficult, you know, to be brought up as a child star. All the things that um, you have to go through, all the scrutiny, you know, all the, the magnifying glass that, that, that gets put on you. Um, all the decisions that you make, how they get um, blown up, you know, right. and especially back then where where there wasn't there wasn't social media, so you know there was paparazzi everywhere, you know, and, yeah, and um, anybody relied on. Yeah, there tabloids, and um, it, it's it's just really difficult being a child star, and you know, not to um, and then just to add on top of that, being a female. Yeah, I mean, I think for me though, you can you can see the difference because Timberlake was a child star too, and the difference just in how the treatment about their personal life, what they're asked, how they're asked to appear, you know, how how they're asked to carry themselves. I think it just really makes us take a look at how you know sexism we were living through at the time, and just not even realizing we were being a part of it. Because if we look at it now. Um, at, even at the ages back then, it is kind of very disturbing to ask somebody in their teens about their sex life. Yeah, and it's not look, it's not it's not just um, Britney Spears. It, there's a lot right. of other women. One that comes to mind is like Natalie Portman. You know, when she was yeah. a, a kid in that um, what's that the, the professional movie, how she was being sexualized. You know, right. before she was, you know, when when she was a kid, or, or and, and it's and it's gross, and yeah. it's just it's just another, you know, long line of of sad stories, you know, of of you know children or or, or, or young women in, in in this industry. I mean, you know, there's I'm sure there's there's boys and stuff that you know go through it too, and and they come out. Yeah. You know, not well, <laughs> you know. We see incident, you know, from a couple of years ago. Like, there's there's always stuff coming out. And, then, and yeah, it's sad that that in the industry constantly... Well, I'm glad, actually, that this industry is being exposed for that now and that we can try and at least be more aware about these situations and do something about it. Yeah, and just recently, Justin Timberlake re- released an apology saying he po- apologized to his ex, Britney Spears, and to Janet Jackson, but it's like, it's well, it, yeah, it's a little late. Yeah. How, how many years has it been? And, you, you know, he only apologizes when there's pressure, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, I, I never liked Justin Timberlake. I always thought he was, you know, I'm not a pop music guy, but yeah. he always he always just seemed like just a huge, like a huge, huge tool that's just basically out there doing what people think 
he should be doing you know he he, he doesn't seem like he has sort of like his own voice sure. that uh, is a good that is a good way to compare him yeah he has yeah. A and like yeah i did like it but no you had dead nose because he never really you didn't know what personality he had you know i just like this beats with timberland <laughs> you know it was really it, but you didn't know what he was or who he really was down to earth like all of a sudden he was a country yeah. boy like later and it's like who, is who are guy? you man yeah, are <laughs> or, you? or or who are they telling you to be exactly <laughs> oh okay well luckily um from what it looked like her mom is really on her side um yeah. she has lawyers she, she's she's able to fight you know someone in court and i, I think they just uh the courts just ruled that her father must be a sort of a has to share power with 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 her, her custody i guess he was looking for more more right. power handling the, the the financials but he does have to uh, co yeah with, exactly uh, yeah yeah well, well, i guess the bank or something but that's 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 good that's uh in the direction i i think that that she wants and hopefully and i mean as, as soon as this can get fixed the better because to any adult to have this situation in her with as much as she's done and the sound decision that she can clearly make on her own it's just kind of ridiculous that the legal system and someone else can just take over your life like that and just be able to take over because i don't as crazy as other male actors or you know singers or whatever have acted this has never come into play for them they just let them have their moment and it's been, you know a little sad to yeah there's there's definitely been been a lot of actors and singers that have male that have gone off the deep end and they go to rehab right. and they're and they you know they go to rehab they get out and you know you don't hear anything about this sort of thing for right them, so. That's okay. so it's definitely like a double standard and you know hopefully hopefully people this this shed some light and people learn and people listen and and things change yep all right from a fun story <laughs> to another fun story <laughs> Gina Carano <laughs> yeah, she, yeah it's happy hour so Gina Carano has been let go uh, from Disney's Star Wars uh, The Mandalorian or, or I guess it depends how you look at it because I mean she, she fulfilled her episode 2 uh, contract she won't be brought back for episode 3 so it's not like they were filming and she got canned they just they're just not yeah they just didn't happen. renew her contract right right which is fine um, i mean it's not like she was a pleasure to be on set from what uh, everything i kept reading anyways mm-hmm. so you have to think that they're not going to keep anyone they don't have to especially nowadays when you have to be you know careful about what you say and what you do and not you know be so hard on a certain subject just be easy going about certain things yeah she she has a history of making these controversial social media posts um and they gave her i think they gave her all the chances in the world and and she couldn't help herself i mean she she was um um anti-vaxxer anti-mask she was uh you know i guess um sharing some transphobic treat tweets um and then it's like you're working for disney yeah like you can't be doing that no matter what you have to realize who you work for yeah i get it you want your freedom and stuff but there comes with consequences with that and if you're an actor you're getting paid based on your image so your image better match what you're being paid for otherwise you're gonna be gone it just i just hate that it's so like oh 
my rights are being stripped or whatever. Well, you don't have a right to be an actor. Like, you know, that's not a must. That's a choice. Yeah, and and everyone knows, you know, what comes along with being an actor. You know, it's having a good public image because you're also, you know, the people that are are paying you. You know, you're also representing them. So you need sponsors. You need everybody. Got to get paid. If you're cause, yeah, if you're causing trouble, you're making your employer look bad. Then you know you got to go. It's as simple as that. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't understand um, all the all the fake fake rage and the cancel culture kind of thing this isn't canceled. yeah like no this, this is, is a business decision than this more than anything <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah and then even pedro uh pedro pascal was sort of um trying to come to her side you know before the, the last tweets try and yeah and but it didn't work so you know it's to me you still have a boss no matter how powerful you think you are you have someone to answer to everybody does and it better it better go with an alignment otherwise you can be gone yeah exactly but uh hey i heard that she's fighting back because she signed on to do a new movie with a conservative talking head that's uh, basically just trying to cash in and like even made her like a a promo code for for like his uh for some kind of promotion that he's trying to release which is yeah it's so pathetic so ridiculous i think it's shapiro that's behind it that's yeah her. and uh, yeah i don't like to talk about yeah i i, I don't talk about names but <laughs> well i mean it said it <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh, i just don't like to give people any promotion when they don't deserve it oh i don't look at it as promotion i look at it as we need to shit up <laughs> yeah yeah, that's yeah, a good way of looking at it. Yeah, so I guess he's trying to cash in, and I don't know. I don't know how far that's gonna go. I mean, that's not gonna go anywhere. Not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna produce it? Who's gonna get behind it when it comes to the real money? And who's gonna watch it? Who's gonna pay to watch it? Like it, it just doesn't make any sense at all. It's and I think a lot of it feels like this is just going backwards to whatever they're going to produce and we're clearly on another step going forward we're trying to move on and we just need to let things go all right next story disney reportedly has four weeks to decide on the black widow release date um they're still planning on releasing it in uh in traditional movie theaters but uh that could change um, yeah, there, there were there were there were rumors that it might be released on Disney Plus, but right, uh, I that. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I thought it would be a part of. Yeah, but they haven't. There's no confirmation on that, I guess, because they're still trying to wait it out. But they can easily just, you know, delay it. The vaccine's out, so hopefully, I think yeah. hopefully by this summer, late summer, maybe we'll start to see some movement on this. Uh, and I think. I think they're hoping on a big payday with this movie. So it looks like I wouldn't be surprised that they're going to just delay it again. Yeah. And I, I think it would be smart because clearly they saw the numbers that Wonder Woman got and how much attention and they can capitalize right now. So just delay it to when people can go out and, you know, get the most out of what you can. Who cares about waiting a little longer? We're, we're, we've been waiting already. You know, it's a little bit longer. As long as it's done right, I think the audience will more than forgive them. All right, uh, let's do one more story. Ah, Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes, are this, this is a good story. Yes. So they, on Instagram stories, they announced that they're co-creating and co-starring in the reboot of uh, the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith on uh, on Amazon. 
Yeah, which I think is awesome because the first movie was good, but I think uh, the chemistry with Glover right here is going to be great. Like, I just can't wait to see it again. And it's a good movie that I wish got a sequel and more attention. Yeah, I, I really liked the Angelina Jolie Brad Pitt. Um, they made a they made a really good sort of duo. Yeah, but it was more it was more actiony. They 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 did have a little bit of comic relief, but it was more actiony. This this right. one seems it's going to be more probably more comic relief than action, but still, right. it's, it, it's a rush hour type of feel. <laughs> yeah, but it's still going to be. I think it's going to be a really smart show. Is it going to be a show or is it going to be a movie? I thought it was going to be a movie. Yeah, well, either way, I I think it looks good. I'll take more of the show. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be good. Like, that's it's exactly. It's going to be a lot more fun with with this duo. And lastly, we have a segment where we're going to be going over what we're checking out on the side, maybe stuff that we're watching besides our big movie reviews. Uh, Right now, there's a big fun one that uh, Eric and I got our attention uh, it's a crime scene documentary. Eric, what's it called again? It's called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. It's a four-episode uh, mini-docuseries, and so far, it's pretty damn riveting. Right? Yeah, it's it's really gripping. Like, I, it it's just gets you right away. That's what I like about it. I've only caught, like, the first episode, and it's just very, very chilling, and you're just, once you're in, you're in. Right. So what it's about is there's this hotel in downtown Los Angeles called the Cecil Hotel. And it's a pretty shady hotel. There's a lot of things that have gone on in this hotel, including um, drug overdoses, lots of crime stabbings, um, lots of prostitution. And I I think the story that they're focusing, focusing on is a lone traveler from Canada, a female that disappears um they don't know where she went um this hotel and the area that's in has a a a big reputation of being fairly dangerous in skid row where there's a lot of homeless there's a lot of crime in the area yeah yeah i don't know why people would want to go to this hotel but the smart uh, student too right like she had a real promising career and stuff like yeah yeah she i guess she wanted to travel um well what's interesting too is that she um she had a tumblr blog that basically she was updating daily so there is a lot of information on sort of what she was doing at the time but as far as her disappearance um they didn't have a lot to go on they just had a four minute video of her in an elevator acting strangely pushing all the buttons yeah with her looking out and like looking out yeah very very yeah. strange um you know uh manner of acting and it's i don't know i'm just interested of of, of how this is going to end because um I, I do remember the story i remember the story so right. um i, I guess i don't, I don't want to spoil it for the for the people but yeah but it's just nice to get more details about you know such a big thing that you know we got to see a part of being out here and to see that on screen is just pretty cool like i think they're doing a really good job describing everything yeah yeah so far so good so um we'll, we'll keep you guys informed on that one and yeah if you if you have a chance you know watch it all right, thanks everybody for joining us. If you want to drop us a line, you can email us at realstreamers at gmail.com. 
Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Real Streamers or on Instagram at Real Streamers. Ryan, thank you so much. This was fun. Yep, another great time. <laughs> Not a great time watching the movie, but a great time talking about it, I suppose. Exactly. At least that's a fun idea. All right, sounds good. So until next time, thank you, everybody. See ya. Alrighty, bye. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.